Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, buddy. Space is great. Um, I miss you guys. We're a long way away now. I can't even see, uh, I can't even see Earth anymore. <laughs> and uh, it's peaceful, you know? Don't tell your mom this, but I think I actually sleep uh, better up here, away from her snoring. You're worried about my smell? Yep. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 581. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Why you gotta be so grumpy, 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 Andre? Jordan, uh, Rand, shit! Let me do that one again. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Gosh dang it. All right, Brian, why you gotta be so grumpy, Andre Dunaway? Because you keep calling me Randy. Oh, hi. This week on Film Sack, we kiss our families goodbye and hop in our international deep space spaceship with six conveniently framed in-scene seats. One little, two little, three little screaming astronauts. Four little, five little, six little. Ah, where'd everybody go? And now we head to the moons of Jupiter in the name of FOMO. Hey, what are they doing over there? And yeah, we heard you guys had water. And can we go ice fishing here? Oh, God, what have we done? Totally not worth it. We should have stayed home and streamed something instead. Tell our families we are sorry and that we changed the Hulu password. Anywho, <laughs> dearest family, deep space sucks. It's cold and unforgiving. And all that we have found is some irradiated tentacle porn. Say that reminds me. Don't tell your mom this, but could you clear my browser history? Thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> I ripped my glove in space. Stay calm. It's a small rip. Stay calm. Losing oxygen. Stay calm. Now I'm bleeding. Bleeding in space. Internal screaming intensifies. Space is great. Randy, there is a cabinet in the cockpit I've been working with. Short the wires. That should clear my browser history. Thanks. <laughs> that one had energy. I like that a lot. That it had a lot great. of energy. Yeah. This because yeah. this movie needed it because yeah. it had no energy. It had very little energy. All right. Uh, I always, also, I always do a couple of jumping jacks when when you. Oh yeah, start always, rolling. always. That's yeah. the rule. Yeah. Uh, also with us, Randy. Why they gotta take Shark Cloak Cropley so soon, Jordan? Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. 
I am so proud to announce to the world that you've been selected to go on this multi-year-long mission in space. I was just as surprised as you were that we're sending both men and women together in what's essentially a hostel. We've uh, we've tried to make sure that most of the men and the women are conventionally attractive with a couple of funny-looking dudes thrown in the mix. <laughs> I've been assured that those two are the most virile and competent with not tying. I am sure it'll be all right as long as you maintain open and honest communication with everyone else in the polycule and as long as you don't try to scam the people back on Earth with NFTs. Mm. Otherwise, mm. I only need to give you my three rules for surviving a sex dungeon space mission and you can get on your way to enjoying each other's bodies at an unbelievably high cost to taxpayers. Number one, if you don't want to die, do not go outside the ship by yourself. Going outside alone is like packing a $100 bill right on the top of your checked luggage at the airport. Kiss that goodbye. <laughs> Number two, if you don't want to die, do not go outside the ship with another person. No. Oh, oh, you think they're going to save you? No. That other person is going to double your chances of screwing something up. Do the math. Number three, if you don't want to die, don't let your other crewmates go outside the ship. Mm -hmm. See, if enough of you freaky space sex partners die because they went outside, then you're going to die because this sexual arrangement requires a minimum number of participants to participate. That's it. Now, go have fun and don't forget your safe word. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about us because I watched the movie yeah. and there was like zero sex in this, but I definitely was getting a sex vibe and Randy yeah. disconfirmed. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a big chunk of time where you just flipped around they between cameras. The videos off for that. Yeah, part. yeah, right. Yeah, all that flicking off of cameras. There is a reason in the end. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, let's round it up and say finally we have with us Brian. He loves Dark Side of the Moon, but not like this. Not like this, Ibbot. Not like this. I played it while I watched this. And it's amazing how, how things synced up. Whoa. For 13 years, you've been hearing us talk about hundreds of films, good and bad, old and new. But we've found newly released audio of the lost episode of Film Sack. What you're about to hear are four minutes previously thought to be lost forever, where we were about to record an episode about the 1994 film, Three Ninjas Kickback. Ah. <laughs> All right, Scott, Brian, Randy, hey, are we ready to record this? Boy, how about that at last episode, right? Two and a half hours long. I can't believe we missed our target by a whole 25 minutes. We're going to have to keep this episode on track just to make up for... Oh no, Randy, what did you just spill on your keyboard? It looks like a combination of margarine and tangerine, oh. and it's somehow affecting your connection to our recording. You can't bring that into the episode without contaminating the three of us. Oh, we're going to have to jettison you from the episode. Oh my gosh, he's slowly drifting away from the episode, but thanks to our comms, we can still hear him. He's still talking. Wow, I can barely see him. He's drifted so far away from us, but yeah, we can still hear him talking. <laughs> Uh, still talking. Still, <laughs> still, still talking. Oh, what happened? It, uh, did somebody? Somebody must have turned off his comms. Oh well. Uh, anyway, uh, what's that, Scott? You need to leave the recording to go go collect some clip samples. Yeah. Okay, Brian Dunaway. Uh, Brian Dunaway and I will monitor your clips from the capsule here. You're mm -hmm. you're on your way out. Oh, you're getting pretty far out. Maybe you'd better head back. What's that? 
This reminds you of the wastelands of Fury Road. Oh, oh no! God. That was one Mad Max reference too many. The ice can't support the weight of that many Mad Max references. Oh, and now you're mining the very depths of cold, cold water. Oh. Guess it's just you and guess it's just you and me, Dunaway. Dunaway? Oh no, he's asleep. That's okay. I'll talk about three ninjas kickback all by myself. Oh no! Looks like Netflix pulled the movie at the end of last month. There's no way to watch it. Oh. I guess I'll just have to end the recording. Wait, what's that? Is there some sort of blue light coming from the corner of my eye? No, it looks like four weirdly bioluminescent Blu-ray copies of Three Ninjas Kickback sent to us by a listener. I'm going to have to flood the cabin. I hope my uploading these final moments to Libsyn will provide the knowledge for future generations to learn from my sacrifice. Wow. Kind of got a retelling of the entire film there. That was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Well, it was, yeah. uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I also, I also was uh, retelling the film. I was retelling what you didn't see. Yeah, we yeah, got all I, kinds of. We got information about Europa Report. We didn't know we needed. Oh, is that the name of the movie? Yes, it is. Europa <laughs> Report yeah. from twenty thirteen. Thirteen. That is correct. Twenty thirteen. Uh, I remember very vaguely hearing about this and going, "Ooh, that looks like my jam." And I didn't see it. Didn't just never got around to it. Don't know why. Didn't see it in theaters. Didn't see it streaming. Didn't whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be the first guy to say it. This is my kind of movie. I like this yeah. shit a yeah. lot. I like space horror. I like the idea of where are we going? We don't know. We think we're we're confident. We got all the science. What? Then, Hold it. I just want to stop and yeah. and, war- and let people know if you haven't watched this yet. It is not really space horror. Do not be turned mm. away by the, the phrase space, space horror. Say space All, suspense, right? Because you know, space horror implies there's a monster on the ship, or there's something or, like yeah. you know that's that's slowly killing the uh, the crew members. Other and it's really just, just the circumstances there, <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, sort of uh, early on, yes, but there is. It turns out, I mean, everyone. Hopefully, you've seen this before. We're talking, and it's 2013, so I guess spoilers are out the window. But there is a creature, and he is slowly yeah, killing people off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't see well, it, but it's a little more like, you know what this is like? This is paranormal activity in space is what it is. Yeah, because- I thought it would. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like uh, it is isolationist uh, horror, right? It's, it's like any time humans venture out to where no other humans or help is and then things go south is is that kind yeah. of horror. And from a structural yeah. standpoint, the way they try to do it is like, here's this lady who's in charge of the program, the space program that's gone awry. And she's in some sort of it's like she's talking to Congress or something. They actually never show us. So my yeah. my chick in the bucket, she's doing by the way, it's a TED talk. Yeah, my chick in the bucket, grab a bucket is the fact that grab she's talking to somebody in a room full of lights and they never show us who she's talking to. So that's the chick in the bucket mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, she's telling this story and then it's told to us through flashbacks that are that are uh, found cam- footage. Found ca- footage. camera found, found footage, footage. Right. Yeah. And the found footage apparently is very resilient um mm-hmm. that, that ship can crash and lose all power and everything but boy those cameras are going to just keep freaking rolling We're, i'm assuming this is supposed to be in the future so we figure it out future right? cameras yeah the, future cameras. Yeah. gopro technology near, has just excelled yeah. in the last oh it, it literally near, went pro near it went future full pro sci-fi. yeah yeah near future sci-fi um, right? but i i kind of like that aesthetic and i like the kind of grittiness of that of those cameras that made things feel small and and claustrophobic and yes you know that sort mm-hmm. of stuff and i 
I really like the cast in particular, even though I felt like he, you know, wasn't there very long. But like I mentioned in the top of the show, that Charlotte Cop Copley, however you say his name, mm-hmm. yeah, District yeah. Nine guy, nope. he was he was he was there long enough. He, he to may be, as well have not been in the movie. I thought yeah, he was that, really impactful. I, I disagree. I thought he I, was great. I, he, I'm sorry when you when your accent is completely missing, and you're from a global team, a team of experts chosen around the globe, and they make you change your accent. No, I mean, he wasn't in the movie. I mean, he yeah. could have been Charlton Copley. Could, he could have been brad pitt it doesn't matter yeah it, you're most, right it doesn't it didn't have to be him but i don't know i was kind of glad it was him but then there's these yeah. guys like christian Camar- Camar- camargo i never say it right camargo he played daniel and he's familiar if you've seen the word or the show <clears throat> c s-e-e on uh, apple plus yeah apple tv plus also he plays dexter oh right yeah. oh yeah i forgot about that he was on dexter mm-hmm. um he's a really interesting to look at and listen to actor so i really yeah. liked him i liked the two yeah. women i liked uh the daniel Wu is fantastic he's great. Oh, like, he's great yeah yeah i just dan fogel is the most recognizable person you'll probably see in this uh dan fogel oh on fogler Earth. the guy back from on uh back oh. on nasa <laughs> Earth. goldbergs yeah. and yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah 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 that's right Oh, fantastic! Oh, fantastic beasts. beasts! I don't know yeah. what he was doing in this, but yeah, Dan Fogler was 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 having a good time. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. he, he gets to just step in and do part of yeah. the TED talk uh, about uh, yeah. things that are going on back home. This this movie could have stood to develop these characters. Now that I think of it, I I mean it was fine. It was fine. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But all, every one of these people you're naming. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Daniel Wu. Oh yeah, right, the captain who's got the big the trope of making the hard decision. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, I want to know more about that guy. And the movie just doesn't have the time. It's only yeah, it's yeah, only an hour and a half you, long. It's, how do you do tough. that with not with it not feeling like you're doing that, right? Because they wouldn't be, oh, well, you know, uh me, the captain, yeah, well, let's see if we can adjust those knobs. That reminds me of when I was in the academy adjusting <laughs> knobs and uh yeah. No, you're uh, making a good point. Smart. You're making a point because this whole movie is about hey there's this trip and then there's this crash yeah. you can't really do flashbacks or you can't do traditional storytelling because you're doing found footage I, yes right. but the but that uh, the this movie does do that it does give you some development for michael nyquist's character mm-hmm. by having the characters talk to each other in front of these running cameras like they just they like after his experience <laughs> right they're right. just hey how are you doing what's tell- this is a this is a rogue one uh, kind of crew, right? We they're going to end up dead. So you just yeah. have basic simple characters on a mission to do something and they're not going to make it. You're not sure at first, but by the you know about middle way through you're like, "Oh yeah, everybody's dying." This yeah. Is, uh, I know I realize that, you know, from an audience pleaser standpoint, that's already tricky plus you've got a creature at the end of this thing that that it only makes a very brief glimpse of itself. And, and they did really good with that too. I, I, I thought would, so too. I just, I guess what a, I'm saying is like, that isn't, that isn't necessarily crowd pleaser stuff. There's not a lot of resolution yeah. there. And I, so I can understand why this maybe wasn't like a giant hit at theaters, but it's absolutely my kind of storytelling. It's I really, really cool. It. And uh very, very parallel in structure, but uh, excels way past um, Blair Witch Project for me, but very similar. Oh, where, God, yeah. wow. where basically you've got the, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you've got the found footage, right? You're assembling, right. you're yeah. basically getting the whole story of these people on this thing that you kind of lost. And then you see the, the quote unquote villain at the very end in the last few frames of the, of the footage. Yeah. Now that you bring it up, I'll give it to you because the enduring oh, shot you. of Blair Witch is of, <laughs> 
the main character's face as she's crying and, and she's freaking out. Right. And yeah, there's they, a bit of that. Sure. Multiple times in yeah. the Roper report, they, they have these cameras I, inside actually, the helmet. Yeah. They address the camera. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And be yeah. Like, yeah, one, you, the, one of the things I like up. most about it, I think is the sound work uh, of ca- cameras going off Very and good. on and cutting out people's yeah. last words or things they just said or over modulating right. it here and there when it, when it fit. I thought that stuff was really effective. I like that a lot. Tight. Yeah. It was tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tight on little, the, good on movie. the sci-fi gradient. I think we need to place it. So you on on the sci-fi gradient, you have science and you have fiction, right? And so right. like the people who are don't love the Danny Boyle movie Sunshine always say it's a little too far on the fi side of sci-fi, right? They're I wrong. Need some more, Those people are wrong. Need some more like <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, and, and so like this one, I feel it might go a little too far toward the science side of science and they, fiction and they kind of keep it a little hand wavy they kind of go like mm-hmm. oh this is a radiation thing okay and then there's a solar flare <laughs> that happened it's like okay so yeah. i mean they don't they don't like try to get into specifics but yeah it feels more realistic some it's of it too sci- oh no it is very sciencey oh yeah i, I agree no i, mean, I think randy's the grass the grass tyson in the air right yeah it was I, I mean i agree with randy that it does lean on the science side but i think that i don't think it's to its detriment i think it actually helps the movie um, grounds the movie, makes it feel a little bit more realistic. I felt more um, concerned for these characters because they are all there. There wasn't some a hole on on the ship mm-hmm. who's right. going to crash everything. And they that would have been Dan Fogler if he had didn't a have an ash. Well, yeah. Michael, yeah. <laughs> Michael Nyquist, who plays Andre, I thought Andre was going to lose it and kill people or something um, mm-hmm. because of the way his character was kind of going, but. That yeah, he, that got subverted, and and I think they yeah. wanted us to feel that way. And it's also like, hey, the, the Russians here, so the Russians are always trouble. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I but they they subverted that and changed the way that all played out. So I don't know. I I think the this to me this does fit within a couple of different movies categories. This Sunshine. Um, I m- I might even put like um, Event Horizon in this category, even though it's a little more horror. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's yeah. way over on the, on the yeah. fi- fiction side. Yeah, definitely more on the fiction side. Yeah. But this idea of a of a uh, the the crew who go to do a thing, it's a noble effort, and then there's like a horrible reason why the noble effort can't be pushed through or seen through, and there's so much right. isolation. Um, it's what I you know love about the video game series Dead Space, and um, oh, yeah. there are other examples. Mm-hmm. But but like those those aspects of this really really worked for me i didn't i didn't know going into this that's what we're gonna get i just knew there was this thing from some years ago and i i I didn't know what else to make of it is this gonna be like red planet or one of those dumb you know bad trips to mars or something mm -hmm. i'm glad you guys were all able to do it and i was a little worried because i was glad you're all able to like slow down for me this movie requires you to slow down yeah take a breath and if you're like fiddling with your phone and stuff, you're not going to get. No, there's this, so this movie's not going to be a ride for this you. This is absolutely yeah. a you've got to put the iPad down and just watch it because yeah. there's so many there are nuances in in the way people interact with each other. It's um, there there's stuff yeah. going on in the background. They're they're discussing. They're doing character development in the background with with characters saying things that are not in in the center of the screen. It's more like hard off stage. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So it sounds like mm-hmm. all you guys were able to like chill out a little bit so yeah a little bit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i got in the mood i guess is what happened i had yeah. to keep i had to keep reminding myself like i had to stop and remind myself at least five times this movie came before arrival before interstellar right. before yeah. the martian like i i just because like you're watching it in 2022 and it's like wow i'm 
kind of impressed right now that it doesn't take from those excellent sci-fi movies. 2010s yeah. was really something for sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it actually comes first. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. And I they agree. focus more on the uh they they focus more on the human experience in this as opposed to, you know, how how crazy can you be? Let's be super crazy. It's just the human experience. This is what happens yeah. when people are on the outside and they have to get a job done and they have to make those decisions, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the dude who, uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., <clears throat> he was only Junior. in a couple of the back uh, you know, scenes of archive footage of them getting ready for the mission. Uh, right. An amazing black actor who's in tons of stuff, but I remember him specifically from The Wire. He's the guy that goes, yes. she, he's that guy. <laughs> and I, every time he came on camera, I went, she, she. <laughs> anyway. Still need to see The Wire. It needs to be on my oh, it's good. It's really, so I've only good. seen like the first two seasons. It's you should watch that there. whole damn thing. I watched the, yeah, I've yeah. seen that whole series really twice over. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you to watch that, even cool. though it's old now, yeah. but. Uh, oh, it's got your guy in it from. Uh, oh, never mind. That's something else. <laughs> I think it's something he's else. Not, never mind. He's not my guy. <clears throat> you know, your guy. He's your guy. My guy. Uh, Why is he my guy? This was directed by Sebastian Cordero, who has unfortunately not done a ton since. Um, he's a. Uh, I think Uruguay is where he's from. Anyway, did mostly right. Spanish language or, or um, Ecuador. Uh, Ecuadorian. I don't know what they speak in Ecuador. They speak Spanish? Spanish, yeah. Is it Spanish? Uh, mostly films in Spanish, uh, all the way up till this, and then this was like his, you know, English debut, and then since then, there's been like one other movie in 2016, and then nothing. But I would have seen this in 2013 and thought, dude, this guy, he's like awesome. This is really like a cool yeah. take. I like the tone of it. I like the feel of it. The yeah. Sound, the music, everything just comes together nicely, and then nothing from this dude. So I don't know what happened. Hope he's okay. Yeah, I don't know. This seems like a hard film to film. <laughs> it seems like it'd be a lot of work. It's like I don't know. It does I don't hard. want to do a wire work movie ever again. That's you, just so much trouble. I'm out. You got to yeah. imagine like, I mean, even though they're obviously on a, you know, they're on some sets and stuff, but the, yeah. they're not on Europa, I guess is what I'm saying, but yeah, they're, yeah. but they're in this tight little space and filming in that little, those little spaces is probably tricky. Plus it's, is all like a uh, weird camera angles and I it's all the stuff I liked about it. But it was probably a lot of work. You're right. I love the, uh, the seats. Uh, shot where yeah. they're everybody's in their seats and they're slowly getting picked off, yeah. uh, you know, one by one. They're disappearing from the right. seats. So the you, lower see deck. The, you see the two pilots and then you look past them yeah. into the next container oh, and there's yeah. four seats. Yeah, where the yeah, captain fell bad. through that hole there. Oh man, that yeah, was, that was bad. Poor Daniel. I, did, I did not expect that. <laughs> no, I was, I oh, was, was shocked. So I gasped and put my hand over my mouth when I when, that happened. <laughs> Dan, I when really Daniel Wu yeah. hit the floor like that, man, it was like, oh, oh God, crap. Yeah. That was bad. Um, that was rough. But yeah, when they would do the camera shots where everyone's sitting around talking, all of a sudden, and there's nobody in those yeah. chairs anymore. Oh, yeah. That, they would have been, occasionally would have like one of the screens be like somebody going. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <scary." laughs> the screen off to the left would be somebody screaming. And you're like, wait, we haven't yeah. seen that death yet. What's going on? And the it's way they did that, on. where they would go back and forth, and you were like, wait, Copley's character's not here. And they're talking real yeah. sad about something. Does that mean he died? Well, yeah, he does, he's but so, we don't know so how he dies. He's so good. He really makes me feel for him. He's yeah. like, he does really good it's job. My favorite word Ribbit used today was murdering. Accent. Why? Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason not to. Yeah. He could have been South South American or South African. That would have been fine. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why they didn't do that either. But 
I like him a lot, so I'm kind of partial to just the you know. I just like that he's in it. It's fine yeah. with me. Well, he's top build too, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I did not feel like there was a standout character like this. This is no. a, a movie about six people, right? Yeah. And they're all yeah. kind of equals for yes. sure. Yeah, it's an ensemble piece, and and um, and I think that's actually a positive, right? Like Charlotte yeah. Copley being the quote unquote most recognizable name in here, only because of things like District Nine and. Um, uh, did he right. was he in Chappie or was that just the same director and not? No, oh, that's Charlton. a cool question. I remember now. Probably he was in Elysium, the, the other cameo. one. Yeah, Elysium. There we go. Yeah. So not having someone like a Brad Pitt or a George Clooney that were like, okay, well, you know, I'm focused on him and these other characters are <laughs> ancillary. We know who's going to live or die. It made everybody feel in danger and susceptible. And turns out everybody was. But it. Uh, so he how- was he was Chappie, by the way. Oh, he was he was, the body, he was the body. He was the body actor for Chappie. Charlton was Chappie. <laughs> Chappie, yeah. I thought Chappie was CGI. I know. Well, he is, it, but well, he yeah, but the they mo capped him, oh, voiced him. Voice, okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Mo cap. Yeah, yeah. He probably mo capped him. And how, that was he in that? <laughs> how quickly <laughs> we slash Brian Ibbett forget the A team. My gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> forget. I about that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I thought of that a couple times. That's another place where he does an American accent. Yeah. Take him out of his his native land. Uh, look at this here. With Daniel, are you, are you surprised? I forgot the A team ready. Come on, I am shocked. I'm I like shocked and appalled. I like that movie. Um, I forgot Daniel Wu was Gul'dan in uh, Warcraft. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's a weird. How dare I mean, you? Speaking of uh, you know mocap and voice, but he was very good. He was great as Gul'dan. Yeah. But you you know you can, he's not recognizable as Daniel Wu yeah. in there. But that guy's great. I like all these people. <clears throat> and I I appreciate that nobody was supposed to stand out or nobody did. Yeah. They were all just kind of there doing yeah. their thing. The standout for me was probably Carolina Windrow, who played Katya, who went out and got lost under the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. You spent um, so much time with her. Did she have the weird pupil thing, or was that just a reflection did. No, of the her camera? Left, no, no, her left, okay. her, her left eye was, it was something was going on. Like I said, I don't know if it was a camera thing, but yeah. I wasn't sure. Maybe it was intentional. It's like, oh, this She's got one of those. Um, with her vision like multi like an eye with two colors in it kind of thing she's i had a friend who had this he basically has the continent of africa his oh. his pupil is the shape of africa oh weird yeah it's like a weird uh, genetic born with it kind of thing uh so, so instead of called, around people called, is their name colaboma colaboma is that what it's called colaboma but she's your MCU uh, connection. She was in Agents of Shield, played uh, Izel. I don't know. Did you say that. Agents of Shield? Asia, agents. <laughs> I'd watch that. Agents. Must have been like Shield. a single episode kind of thing because I don't remember that character. Seven other, episodes. It says. That's other notable uh, people with coloboma include John Ritter. I did not ever oh, notice not, that. Oh notice wow! That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the model uh, Carolina Wydra. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Andrew Ross Sorkin has this. She is, uh, she is the model of Carolina Wydra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is her. That's literally yeah. the, girl, the girl. Yeah. Uh, George Mix George it. Soros apparently. Oh, and and uh, so we got to come up with a new name. We got <laughs> it was just funny the way Brian said she is the model Carolina Wydra. I don't know. Yeah. It made me laugh. Well, it's like here's some other people have it, yeah. including the yeah. person, including we're, the talking person we're talking about. Yeah, you know what's weird is it doesn't. This list doesn't include uh, David Bowie. I guess he had the disease. He just where, had the two colors. Well, no, he had one eye where the the iris would never close, would never get oh, smaller. Oh, 
Oh, Ooh. really? That's okay. different. This is it, it. Never makes it. Never makes it into a, a circle when you're d- in development. Mm. Now I got to go oh, look weird. at my eyes. Are my eyes messed up too. Yeah, oh, go God. look. Go look. Go look at it and then obsess about it and look it up on WebMD. Yeah. Yep, that's what you do. That's the that's the mental health way to deal with it. It's just to go crazy about it. Um, yeah, she's in I all sorts Google of stuff. Google image search first. That's why I like to do oh, wow. when I have a skin David, problem. Yeah. David Bowie's eye was because someone punched him in the eye when he was 15. I punched one eye so hard, not going to be able to see right for your whole life. And then his oh son God. directed stars, man. Then his son directed Daniel Wu in Warcraft. Oh man, you know, it's all connected. Everything's connected. Oh, Scott. Yeah, I know. So you think our Star Wars to Bowie? Our Star Trek connections are unique, but no, nope, it's everything. It's everything. Uh, it's everything. Listen to this little bit of trivia. So this goes to Brian's uh, intro, which I love the the reference to margarine and tangerine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> margarine. Uh, hydrazine has been used for decades in spacecraft as thruster propellant and as a fuel for auxiliary power units. And it is very corrosive and very toxic. So that was based on yeah. a real deal. And Don't want to get it on you. Yeah. And very the biggest, hard to find. And the biggest pothole of the movie, in my opinion. Absolutely, just the biggest, stupidest thing in the movie. I, I was, I just tried to forget it and move on. You didn't like that bit? How come? It, it would not stick to your stupid spacesuit. Mm. It would. Just, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If you you could jettison gallons of this stuff into space, and all it would do is just vanish. It's in space. Well, it's why in, wouldn't it? Why wouldn't some space? of it, if it hits you just right, propelled towards you and smacked onto you, and your your suit has, you know, your suit is. It's not just like See, rubber. Or, you the, know, the outside of the suit. In the vacuum of space, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would just it didn't strike me as impossible. It, it like it, it clumps, it like it like clumps up, right? That all liquids and stuff when you put it in space, when it subjected like clumps up, yeah, it clump, right? turns into ball, it turns into in, small balls, turns in, into a ball in an atmosphere in in air. Sure, right? You see, in inside the ship, you see okay, astronauts okay. regularly playing with liquids. Uh, so somebody was to schmoop out a big ball of uh, tang out in the. Out this, vacuum out of space, space. <laughs> it would mm-hmm. it would boil instantly and vanish. Well, not boil. Well, I'm sure the high, uh, whatever that was it called, hydrazine. I'm sure it's got some boiling point that's probably outrageous. So it's probably reason but why. But why would it boil? The They're not this. It would freeze, not boil. Or thrust repellent. They're out in the middle of dead space. There's no. Units. There's no <laughs> heat. There's no extreme heat. It wouldn't boil. That seems insane. There's no pressure. Right. Yeah. See science. You're in a vacuum. Well, you, you are in a vacuum, but I thought it's not a heat boil situation. It's like it's a boil from from like the molecules bouncing right is trying yeah. to. Yeah. OK, so so then how does anything form up and become a big sphere in space? Well, that's inside the oxygen that we're talking about. No, no, no. I'm saying the planet the itself yeah. did that. Moons do that. Uh, tons of uh, uh, objects in space are huge, obviously, and tons of matter. Right. right. But, but but isn't this principle the same? I would say liquid just... would respond differently than a solid in space. I'm sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, we don't, we're not scientists. You're listening to Film Sack. The... <laughs> <laughs> science. Obviously, oh wait, the... Science Sack. Sorry. Go ahead. Science Sack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the density of all those objects is probably what makes them into spheres. The you know the most right. the most um, uh, you know dense. Uh, construction like my you brain. make with all forces pushing in on all sides. Are you saying right. that Avenue 5 lied and all that diarrhea and poo would not it would, rotate it would around boil. the ship? Yeah, it would boil. It would okay. not stick to the, the window. That's a shame. I think the... Yeah. I mean, I, I I am really really regretting bringing this kind of thing up. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. On Thanks, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> so so are all the scientists on our audience. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Randy. What are you going to say? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't there? know. Oh, I thought I we lost <laughs> 
I thought we lost you. Um, here's one for you. Charlton Copley had the principal role in the Neil Blomkamp movie, District 9 movie, which also filmed like a documentary. Oh, uh, look out. What? Sweetie, you want a sweetie? Remember that when he said that? Sweetie. <laughs> sweetie man's here. Yeah, sweetie, you want a sweetie? I keep hearing District 9 might actually happen finally. I wonder if that's true. Yeah. I saw something. Or mm-hmm. District 10. I was going to say, that uh, did happen. I'm t- like sequel. Uh, let's see. Did here. somebody um, time travel back and, and take it out of your reality, Scott? <laughs> District 10 movie. Let's just see if we got any updates because I like that movie yeah, a lot. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. District 10, what we know so far. Okay, according to Screen Rant, uh, August of this year says uh, that it's inconclusive. There's, supposedly, it's in the works. All right. Oh, and in that movie, he also had a weird eye problem. Do you remember that? Oh. One eye was like an alien eye for a long time. Here. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. I'll send yeah. it to you guys just so we can. Oh, know. that's right. Because he was getting, he was, he was transmogrifying. Right. Exactly. He got splattered with some alien stuff and it just some hydrazine some hydrazine yes (laughs) yeah hydrazine in your eye and you're in huge yeah Uh, also in the landing sequences there are callbacks to the apollo program on apollo 11 the crew also overshot their targeted landing zone and had uh seconds of fuel remaining so that's a very similar i feel like a lot of movies are i feel like this movie is influenced by the the writing of this movie the the uh that that inspired this movie is probably you know the that story, plus tie it in with uh, is it Neil deGrasse Tyson? I always say it wrong. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Whatever yeah. that guy, the science guy. <laughs> yeah, Neil deGrasse he, he Neil. Do, <laughs> right, right. They, he does talk about one time saying, "Well, I would like to go, you know, uh, ice fishing on Europa," and I wonder if that's like somebody's seed of an idea, and they went, "Oh yeah, what if you did? What oh, if you okay. did find something? What the hell yeah. would it be?" Yeah, because I assume that footage was real and taken out of context, right? Oh, that yeah, that it. was that was real footage. He had said that that okay. was in a, that's an interesting way to. About. So, how does that work? I wonder in Hollywood. Do you go? We found this archival footage of him just pontificating about the moon, Jupiter's moons, and can yeah. we borrow that? And if we do, does Neil deGrasse Tyson get like a you know a royalty? Uh, you'd sure have to right for something. showing up in your movie. I would assume. I don't know how that yeah. works. Mm-hmm. I think probably I it probably vary. I'm sure you're probably paying to head off any type of lawsuits. Like I'm sure if you use something like from like JFK, you probably don't have to pay the family or anything, but right. if somebody modern, you probably go, yeah, we better pay him before, you know, so you don't come right. at, at us. So if like, okay, here's another question for you. I don't know how this works. Let's say there's a crew in, uh, in orange County and they're driving around and they, they're filming stuff and they just happen to catch Randy at a mall walking by. Oh, so he's just in it. Technically it makes him an extra, but an unknowing one. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Does Randy ha- do they have, have to, to let people a- know and sign things? I was no. I was just watching the uh, documentary on the making of the movie Elf the other day. Oh yes, and they oh, did I would a watch bunch that. of guerrilla style filming in Manhattan for Elf. Yeah. They walked around with a, a camera and Will Ferrell in his costume, mm. and it, what was led you were led to understand that when he interacted with. Like random people on the street, oh, right? Which Especially the guy that he's crossing the road to the right. yeah. Santa, I think. And yeah. then, and then they appear prominently that they were then grabbed after the fact and asked to yeah. sign a release, yeah. to appear in this movie. And then other people aren't. And they actually use some really clever editing, so like it to, they make it so that there's no one that is really like facing the camera, and you can really make them out. 
Mm-hmm. Right. You know, okay. at least not in the final cut I, of the film. Right. I think it goes down like this. I think that you can be filmed in public anywhere and they nothing you can do about it. Uh, but if you could make a case uh, that your appearance in that film or piece of work uh, influenced their ability to make money at it, that you could sue for some money probably. Oh, uh, that's, that, I've, I I've think seen that's signs set up in an area before saying filming will be taking place in this area yeah. if you, you know, by walking through, you know, on this block you right. are granting them license uh, for your likeness to be in the film. Because this, right. is, this is a that sue thing. A... It's like you can sue anybody for anything if yeah. you can prove uh, your point. That they benefit, benefited yeah. from Yeah, yes. suing, yeah. that's literally the definition of suing. It's almost like, you know, we're, we're, it's not like we're going, I, there's a specific law. We're saying, no, I have a grievance, so I'm coming to you. Yeah, toward, and, to I want, you I want, and I want uh, payment yeah. for this. So right. so that explains why so for example like in this day we live in now if a very popular you know 50 million follower TikTok uh influencer is out filming something somewhere and somebody's right. in the background of their video yeah that's you know that's almost exponentially higher amounts of views that that would get versus some movie where you accidentally walked into it so does it the same thing apply there can you sue the influencer yeah. and say I want money for me being in the back of your thing like I, yeah. it, it's the, 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 as this stuff accelerates and everyone has a camera and the internet is what it is. I don't know how you even track this shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it well, used to be like, unique. You you're making a, a movie. Joke. It's real easy. It's yeah. real easy. We're, we're going to use some footage of, uh, Dr. DeGrasse Tyson. Uh, somebody contacts his people and says, are, yeah. are we free to do that? And then they either say yes, or they say yes, but you need to donate a thousand dollars to dr degrass yeah. tyson's favorite charity and then you do that and you have them sign something digitally and off you go okay like yeah. super mm-hmm. easy that right? just heads off any risk of lawsuit probably to this is how america works for the most part almost every time when you're talking about a, a production like this it's going to be up to what the insurance company thinks is going to be a risk against the profitability of what you're putting out so they're gonna they're gonna go oh yeah you better get the signs. Insurance is so important in America. That's just that's well, where everything is getting driven. It also from. sucks in America. Money. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of I was kind of shocked at how little trivia there is for this movie, and it made me wonder if maybe some things kind of got cut short. You know, like yeah, yeah. maybe at some point in in wrapping up the creation of the film, someone decided, oh, this is not going to be super profitable. Let's just like get it out there. It just I don't know. There's a, it just like. Where are well, all the YouTube videos about the making of Europa Report and all that stuff? It does right. seem quiet. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I would be I would be totally into looking for that. Stuff. I would too. And the even, trivia page yeah. is usually at least I don't know a page or something. This had like yeah. five entries. Two yeah. of them yeah. are spoiler, like, which is usually way at the bottom. So, if you look at its box office and business on IMDb, it was a massive bomb. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's correct. I, I really don't know what we're seeing there. Like, yeah, I don't. You should, is but it, it went to video? Did it just go straight to video on demand? Because that's what it says on uh, yeah limited. So I'm looking at the Wikipedia page release dates. It went into video on demand in 2013, and then limited. I think probably well in the United States probably. So it was what like a 10 million dollar budget, but they did a box office 125 thousand. I can't be right. What does it say? 125 thousand dollars? <laughs> I don't know. It's like that's yeah. A, that's I mean, the how, bomb of the year. But yeah, that's I mean, box, this is not a movie that it takes office. a lot of money to, to make, right? You've got four sets. You've got 
Uh, and you, those sets don't even have to be intricate because the camera work only has to shoot it from one angle. Yeah. And then you've got uh, uh, special effects that probably the biggest expense. Not a huge pay cast that. to pay. No. You pay that well, Charlotte Copley went straight money. To video on you got Copley yeah. money. <laughs> 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 yeah, it does, I mean that's that's my one of the things I like about it is it feels like a small personal project, but it's yeah. Yeah. Prof- very professional. It's not like it's they didn't cut big corners. I never once went, oh, that's cheap, that's lame, that doesn't hold up. Like, and the acting's really good. So. If they'd real, if they lost that much, you know, if they lost money on this, like hand over fist, I'd feel really bad because I, I don't think, think it deserves in the long that. Run, see, this is all the. Uh, this is how the. It's a different. It's a different thing, right? I mean, this is straight to video, essentially video on demand. That oh, ended was up it seeing a re- Yeah, that's that's what I was so saying. So it never it got released, released to theaters. Okay. It did get released to theaters limitedly, as you can tell by the box office numbers. But the biggest lion's share is going to be going to streaming services and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't really necessarily have to log all of that here for, oh, right. for everybody to view. So uh, I still think they probably it, they probably made some money. I would think. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They wrote it off. That's for sure. They didn't pay no taxes <laughs> that year. How about uh, that? Yeah, there it you was go. nominated for a uh, Bradbury Award. This is Ooh, science Bradbury fiction and fantasy it. writers of America, yes. and it did not win. In, in uh, 2014, they gave a Bradbury Award to the movie Gravity, which came out oh. the same year as Europe yeah. Report. And yeah. that same year was also the year of Pacific Rim. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. The uh, Okay, now hold on. That's a bummer for them because that feels like, yeah. especially in the case of Gravity, Gravity is going to overshadow all your space movies. Yeah. Right? And... Right. As, as well, it should. It's very, it's you know, bad timing. Yeah, it's it's bad timing on on gravity and Europa reports. Yeah, <laughs> a know, little deep impact y Armageddon-y, you know? It kind of is, yeah. Oh, you've got a uh, person who's floating, jettisoning off into space. Oh, so do we. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have we have George Clooney. <laughs> what have you got? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. No. I, uh, too soon on that George Clooney character. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's an interesting thing I hadn't really thought of. But it's it's yeah. just, uh, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit like telling everybody, don't miss out on this little gem that yeah, no one yeah. saw. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's what's good about well, this. What but it is for. one of those we things. Get, we yeah. get to do that. We get to tell people right now. Don't miss out on this gem. And you know, obviously, you're listening to the episode, so chances are you've probably seen it. But mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's not. got a great example of the too dumb to live trope. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That deserves this yeah. to, to explain. Uh, it. The too dumb to live is that that trope of the plot of the movie, the script de- uh, declares this person is doing something so dumb and so out of character that they're going to, they're going to die and they're going to deserve it. And this is Katya not returning to the ship. Once yeah. the first time they say, you know what? Radiation's going up. That's it. I'm back. Yeah. Go back. You know? Yeah. yeah. Get out of there. Like, I get that. I get that. She sees this bioluminescence and goes, Ooh, a new, I'm a scientist. This is what you do. You exactly. go headlong. Exactly. See, that's but the thing for me. It's she's like, oh, also a she's... trained astronaut. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that she is just abandoning all of her training, all of her, right. like, her oath of office. You know, she's just like, nope, I'm not going back. I'm going to see this light. Yeah. It's like, right. And it's, that's the, that's the... Don't besmirch the great name of model Carolina Wydra. <laughs> right. She's awesome. By the way, now so, I know where I've seen her. She was on True Blood and she was naked a lot in that. <laughs> <laughs> what eyes? That's what I remember now. Yeah. Those aren't the eyes you're looking at. No. That's why I remember her now. I was like, why is she so yeah. familiar? Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot more of her than I remember. Huh. Right. 
Anyway. But it's about a pursuit of uh, to the pursuit of the human pursuit of you know knowledge, of knowledge. Yeah. Yes, like we is is it worth the sacrifice? Well, we had that question posed to us as we had a uh, uh, Coppola floating off in space. Oh, was it? I don't know. Was it worth it? Did you call him Coppola? Coppola. Coppola. <laughs> Coppola. Coppola. I mean, his name's Coppola. virtually impossible for anyone to get right, so it's totally fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I, I, you know what? Coppoli. I'm just gonna say, I'm not saying you know reevaluate the Oscars that year. I'm just going to say, I thought he did a great job of that feeling yeah. of this is yeah. it. I'm done. I'm screwed. And yeah. they really built up this whole just family guy angle. Right. Yeah. So he's going to, you know, say, have to say goodbye to his kids and all this stuff's coming all at once. And he's got to float out there and accept this. And the weird audio treatment it was getting from the breakup yeah. of the, who, the radio. Who did it better? Who did it better? Copley or Bruce Willis? Uh, Copley. Oh, or Clooney, or Clooney. <laughs> Clooney was good, but I like I like Bruce Willis when he's telling yeah. uh, and he's telling. Yeah, but that uh, thing was so over the top. My son, it was. Uh, I yeah. got cold chills. No, you did, but you only did because it's over the top and ridiculous. Like, yeah, uh, I can't yeah. take that one as seriously. This felt tragic. You know, I, you know, yeah. even though we know it didn't turn out that way, I think Ed Harris's. Uh, in the abyss, Ed Harris's final moments, where he's descending and he's like, "Yeah, you knew the typing on his thing. Knew this was a one-way trip." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, he's that was good. That that's the most heartbreaking version yeah. of this thing, I think. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's sorry to change gears, but you mentioned the abyss, which makes me think of James Cameron, <laughs> the new uh, Shape of Water deal, not Shape of Water, yeah. whatever they call it, um, <laughs> Fishman, Fishman, Fishman sex movie, Fishman sex movie, um, <laughs> whatever the new Avatar is called. The subtitle. Uh, the way uh, we've un- we've underestimated that guy once again. Apparently, that thing is kick ass, amazing. Yeah. yeah, subtitled Bluey is what it's called, I believe. Yeah. Subtitled when, is Bluey. it uh, this week, this Friday, upcoming Friday I that it comes think out? Think so. For us recording. <laughs> I think so. Re- early reviews. Is it three are... D? If it's not three D, I'm not going. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the you know what? They don't I'm, make three D movies anymore, Brian. Come on. Plus, I'm the opposite of that. I don't, I'm not going if it is three D. Let's yeah. see. Uh, let me just look so this. Going to look at a bunch of flat blue people all right that's your choice avatar uh, all of oh, the way of the water it's called here it is no no uh, official reviews but the like sneak preview people are all losing their freaking shit about it so i don't know i'm kind of do, excited do you suppose there's anybody out there who's like really averse to the color blue because they would have a really bad time it's in the ocean it's mm. about a bunch of blue people well what if you have colorblind can a colorblind listener let us know if you go to this movie does everyone look like orange or brown I'm sure it's different <laughs> color there's different there's different types of colorblind green isn't it is it well there's different there's different types yeah, of colorblindness there's, there's lots of yeah there's a, i think there's yeah. some people that just straight up see in like monochrome it, but it shouldn't affect them because that would be uh, yeah it would all we're all going to be, be essentially colorblind because it's going to basically be a few uh, color but, choices and <laughs> the only review I've Dead. seen so far was praising the 3D like it was the greatest 3D ever. Like Which they is, were just like James Cameron started it pretty much. Oh, they were like over the moon about this Avatar yeah. movie. Well, he definitely had a hand in the early days, no question. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I'm I'm very I'm very excited, weirdly. I mean, I like I like Avatar. I was never a hater. I think it's, you know, everyone complains yeah. about the story. It is a simple story, but sometimes simple stories work and I'm fine with it. Whatever Fern Gully yeah <laughs> a little bit of that maybe but uh i'm yeah. i'm excited about it you, you yeah, dragged you dragged me away from europa report right in the middle of uh uh talking about a, a really interesting trope which is the thing where you know like the heroic sacrifice trope right where they're oh, yeah. they're yeah. talking they're talking their last words before they die yeah. yeah uh it happens again in this movie and it really got me 
uh, at the end, right? Uh, Andre the and woman, what's her the name? woman yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. Is, she's looking at the yeah, she's, coming at her. Really yeah, bad. she's uh, you know, she's like she realizes that the she, it's going to all be a huge senseless sacrifice if she doesn't do this thing, yeah. right? And yeah. so like, uh, you know, she's like working really, really hard to make the comms work, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah. like that real, I don't know, it just really got me. There was something about. Like it's coming. This alien's coming. She's got and a cool right. name, oh, by the way. Anna, Anna Maria to... Marinica is her name. Anna Maria and Michael, Marinica. And Michael Nyquist do his Andre character doing, you know, it's like, okay, he has the, all the experience. And it's like, okay, this is it. This is with this is the most. He's good at prioritizing. He's like, okay, we're dead. There's no sense in going any yeah. further, but we got to make it worth something. Yeah. And he convinces right. her. It's really right. good. Yeah. She's, um, uh, in tons of things, a lot of British productions and junk. Uh, she's Romanian, so that's why she had that <laughs> weird accent. But she's, uh, I, I agree, Randy. That was a rad. That was a rad moment that could have been bad. That could have been yeah, the yeah. the moment where the movie breaks because you're like, okay, here we go, big CGI monster at the end, big deal, blah blah. But I thought that stuff was handled really well. I had legit claustrophobia of this idea of all of that ice and water rushing in there and coming up to her upper level, uh, which is where that the whole look paid off in the end, like. That was something that really and got good me. misdirection too uh, yeah. for those guys because they 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 had her filming all of her parts near the end mm-hmm. where it was in close up so mm-hmm. you did you thought she was just on stage somewhere and not necessarily still on the ship yeah she and was doing the diary video and you thought that oh maybe she made it back made she's back. part of the documentary yeah. or whatever and nope she's well and out. Yep. and the way it's scattered with all of the Doctor Unger narration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Unger, played by Embeth Davids, who is our uh, poor man's Alyssa Milano. Yeah, <laughs> I was over Unger. She was Unger done. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. No. airplane it's, reference. Uh, like, like when I first saw her, I was like, Alyssa Milano's in this movie. How exciting! <laughs> really exciting. She does. She does have Alyssa Milano. Like, yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. She's cool though. I liked again. This yeah. cast isn't the problem. The guy that played Daniel, not Daniel Wu, but the guy that played the character Daniel. Uh-huh. Um, again, I forgot his name. Christian uh, Camargo. There it is. If you if you there haven't seen C, which is a weird thing to say, um, he steals that C-C. show. He's fantastic. Yeah, he Whatever plays, you do, CC. Yeah, he plays Tamakti June. If you're, Tamakti if you're June, wondering. Yeah, and his character is unbelievably cool and twisted, and then redemptive somehow, and a million things. He's really fantastic in it. And when I saw him, I didn't read his name first. I saw him in the thing, and I'm like, I know him. I know him. Why do I know him? Yeah. He looks very slight played, in this, like smaller in this, whereas in C, he's like a gigantic, imposing human being. See, and he play, he plays the doomsayer or the the pessimist, and I like that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, they yeah. had the character there. Oh, let's see. I found a good picture of him in this. You guys got to see this. If you haven't seen C, I know Randy and it's I got, It's got the best character names. Freaking Baba Voss. I know, dude. Oh, I love everything about it. Um, Check this out. So here's, look at this picture of him on a horse. <laughs> look at this picture of him on a horse. Look at that. Look at that, on that, ho- look on, at a horse. on that horse. He's a, just a Holy hell. I love that that look. He's so Can cool. the horse see, by the way? Uh, the horses, I it's think, aren't blind. Weird. I think the animals are, are seeing. Animals I, can see. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. I think that's the deal. They've talked about it a little bit. But. but they got these weird things on the horse's eyes, which really freaks me out. Ooh. Yeah, they got yeah. like... Uh, yeah, what is it? Almost like they're sawn shut or something. I don't know why. I don't know, it's a weird angle, but 
Yeah, it doesn't like binders. It's something more organic. It's weird looking. Oh, that show it. is so cool. Gosh, dang it, it's good. I'm behind though. Got to watch this last season. Can we talk a little bit more about found footage? I'm yes. sure, I'm just blown away that I didn't spend the entire movie going, "Ooh, found footage." Oh, this <laughs> is found footage. I'm thinking about found footage. It really <laughs> it really swept me away and I stopped thinking about it almost instantly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's found footage and they tried to you know, they kept putting logos up that would be like watermarks on the on the security cameras and all that kind of stuff to try to keep the illusion alive. But I agree. After a while, you're just sort of, I don't know. There were, there were enough cameras in enough places that they, yeah. it just felt like a normal movie. It didn't feel like it was all coming from some girl's little home video camera. Yeah, because that's yeah. because these cameras made sense and they were fully rendered cameras, HD cameras. It's not like we're watching Blair Witch where it's like somebody's running around with a freaking, you know, video tape camera yeah. so yeah it's yeah. it is you almost forget completely after a couple of minutes like oh yeah. are they are they always scary cool. footage movies have to be scary for some reason um let's think of one that isn't uh right otherwise it would just otherwise we just get the story right we just get the first-hand story so yeah. there has to be something tragic right sure to, i mean otherwise i'm, I'm trying to think it's, of one it's a, it's a thing that builds suspense because you're only seeing it from the character's point of view which means you're only getting their side right of, right Right. I never got more sick and had to leave a theater and puke than when I watched Cloverfield. <laughs> Cloverfield, Cloverfield yeah, yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah. That's that's a, that's that was famous people. for that. People sending people out yeah. of the theaters because yeah, they really couldn't was. do it. It didn't bother me as odd. I no, yeah, I like the stupidest. It was the stupidest thing by me. What an idiot Randy Deluxe was in 2008. <laughs> I ate three huge hot dogs. <laughs> With jalapenos. <laughs> oh my god! Right before seeing Cloverfield, did you did you know it was going to happen? Did you like take it as a I challenge? No like oh, I don't ever get sick. I had no idea. I, I was go- I went into this movie blind, and I'm glad because it makes the yeah. movie so much better. If you have no idea, yeah, yeah. I, st- yeah. I still list of shame. Still haven't seen Cloverfield. Oh, oh really? Wow. I'm so excited. We need to have we, we haven't done no, it. No, we haven't like, got it. Oh, so that sworn, is yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should do it. We should do it. I would rather seen... watch it here with you guys than, than just watch it. What was Wait the other one? That... Didn't we talk about it because you were like, uh, we were talking about Lizzie Kaplan. I could have sworn. No, I knew she's in there. But, but I, we watched I, the I, other. Did she's... we watch the other Cloverfield? The, no, we haven't Cloverfield? watched Cloverfield Project. No, I haven't seen any. Was it Cloverfield 10? Cl- what was Cloverfield it? Lane. Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield yeah. 10, and, 10, Cloverfield Lane. I haven't seen any of the Cloverfield. They're all streaming. We're adding to the list. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, get them in. I'd be happy to do it. I really like. eat hot dogs. There, first, there are people though. in that movie that I really like, uh, Lizzie Kaplan being one of them, uh, who all went on to have decent careers and stuff, but I've never seen that movie wow, other than yeah. clips. And you know, see, now that would have been one. I know we have one of these every episode. That would have been mon- one that I definitely put money on that we watched for film sex. So that yeah. that surprised me. Oh, we should have taken film our money before we told you. Should have taken my money. Damn I'm it. Too late now. What were we thinking? Could have had the uh, $4 and a uh, Bojo's pizza coupon <laughs> in my pocket right now. So. I just gonna, I want to, I want to get, have a little production meeting in the middle of recording an episode. Do we watch Cloverfield as a watch along? Maybe. Oh, yes. Oh, interesting. Listen, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb or go out, stand on a platform. Give me my soapbox. I think we need to do more full movie watch alongs. It takes just as long as when we watch the movie on a Thursday or Friday night to prepare for this show and we can watch the whole thing while we record the show. And prob- the problem right is blown away has to be the I realized, right kind of movie. Obviously. Right. I, I agree. But also there's, so there's a couple of things just to consider one. I think it needs to be the sack 90 rule. All right. 90, yeah. 90 minutes. No three hour, no three hour, three hour movies. movies. Sure. Uh, it needs to be, <laughs> uh, I love it. it needs yeah. to be not, it. not too frequent. 
because right. uh, yeah. people don't. Because it's, it's there frosting. are people who don't love that anyway. They just don't like our watch-alongs, and that's I, I know they're a minority, I'm, but I don't want to you know keep throwing them. So like, stuff I'm really out. I'm really picky about the importance of the dialogue in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I if we'd watched along Europa Report, I, it would I would have been miserable. No, it would that would have been a bad movie to do a watch along. Yeah. Here's it another scene where they're looking at yeah. each other. This is really yeah. good part. I like this part. Here's what Cloverfield has going for it. It's found footage. It's got a, it, it, It's not reliant on dialogue. You can kind of turn the sound off in the movie and know exactly why people are doing yeah. the things they're doing. And it's 85 minutes long, so we have five extra yeah. minutes that we could do something it, else. It's, it's high energy for most of that, too. There's a lot of... It is. There's yeah. either, like, nothing being said or something or all really exciting happening. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I agree. I think it would work well for that. I'm fine with that. We, we let's plan that one as as that and um okay. have i already have I already right. said this would you would you guess that we did a live sack in a speed or if we did a regular episode of speed we did a regular episode of we speed. did we did a live sack of speed. no we didn't <laughs> we did it are you serious did shit. we really I kid you not oh my gosh huh. i i swear we did a i did too yeah. i know when, when brian pulled up that list of movies that we did a live sack to i was like really what? i don't remember half of these being <laughs> live sacked because yeah. we did a Jackie Chan movie too, didn't we? That we live sacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Another Bronx. perfect one because the dialogue is so unimportant. To Rumble the in the Bronx, I think. Was that yeah, one? I think that's it. Yeah, it's been a while though. I always just remember sudden death, the uh, the hockey uh, arena yeah. one with uh, oh, Van Damme. Yeah. yeah, that was one of our early ones. Yeah, I think once a quarter, maybe like once every three months, is probably uh, yeah. yeah good frequency. Just squeeze yeah. one in here and there. Hey, thank you, listeners, for attending our uh, production right. meeting. Yep. <laughs> yep, we'd like to include you on all of our decisions, and uh, you were here for it for that. Let's do this real quick, though. Gross. I uh, I found one oh. thing gross and one thing only. Did anyone, uh, other than, you know, everyone limiting in such sweaty proximity and all that, forget that for a minute, but uh, what do you guys uh, think I, I chose there? Uh, when we're talking about BO, it, it got me there. I've been to enough cons to know that, that you can't <laughs> see it on screen, but it's there. It's there. Even on a it's set there. like this. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, y- y'all stink. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't. I didn't no. see anything. It's a pretty, that it's a pretty take that note. Well, right. There's not much touching between any of the people. Sterile set. Very sterile set. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Right. I'll give it to you. I, the giveaway happened. Well, let's see. Do I have a file? I, I think I have audio to back it up. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. This right here. This entire uh, clip. You're worried about my smell. You're drinking my urine. Yeah, they're drinking. Oh, there you go. <laughs> drinking my urine. They're yeah. drinking each yeah. other's pee. The talk of urine drinking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Can't deal with the idea. Even okay. I am. Let me make this for the record. Scott believes that part of the future is figuring out better ways to recycle human waste and use it in productive ways, whether that's crop uh, fertilization, uh, whether that's recycling our pee to be drinkable. Uh, I, I got think, news for you. We already, we already, uh, in a lot of ways, we already do. You're right. We already, we already do this. this right. This, in a lot of, where do you think it goes? Well, where do you, where do you think the, you're, I don't think, you think you're going goes. straight from urine to, to drinking water. The way that works right now no. is your, your sewage water is being treated. And a lot of that water is used yes. for secondary stuff like, um, watering yep, yep. and parks and junk like that. But I, I know that we're headed to a place where you and I could get into a space shuttle and go somewhere and everything we drink and eat might be reconstituted human business. I'm just not ready for it. That's all I'm saying. I'm nervous about that. I'm nervous about yeah, drinking it, your pee. The, the, it, the problem is we've got such a big 
we got such a big uh, uh, cycle of how things get back to our body that you can't easily just uh, you know figure it out. It's it's right. it's too difficult to go. Oh, it goes here, and then it gets in this environment, and then it goes through this and this. And this. by the time it gets to you, you don't even think about it. But yeah, when you're in like an isolated environment, it's like yeah, you pee here, then you know it's me and, and then you. it goes a little machine. Yeah, it's me and Dunaway on a ship, and it's either my yeah. pee or your pee or a combination of our pee, and I don't like right. It. Don't like it, sir. No, I don't. <laughs> maybe we should just hold hands and trade polypeptides. Maybe All right. That's how we'll- okay. <laughs> is that how Looking it works? Uh, Kang California. or Kronos or whatever your name is? Yeah, sorry. Right there's, a, there's a desert where where millions and millions of people live in Southern California, and the water authorities have a lot of power. Like you, when you go vote for mayor, mm-hmm. you vote for people to be on the local like water district board or whatever. Yeah. And uh, at some point after I moved here, I went looking into like, what do they do? What's the deal here? And I regret that. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) That makes me laugh. I don't Uh, look. The scariest place I ever went as a kid was a a school. um, What do you call that when you go out, when you get in the bus and go somewhere? A field trip. Field trip. Thank you. (laughs) We took it. I couldn't think of what that was bussing, called. Bussing it? You call we it bussing? bussing? Into the field. We went bussing. This is the scariest thing, guys. This the scared the thing. shit out of me. I was okay. seven or eight years old, went on a field trip to the water treatment plant. And yeah. that place, it, it wasn't the smell or any of that. That was all there. What bothered me was these gigantic pools of dark, dark, can't see anything past the first few inches water yeah. that they had yeah. there. Uh, and that place just... To this day, gives me anxiety to think about how deep and dark and who what's even in there. And there's like I, yeah, big turbines yeah. and ugh, I didn't like how, you guys right. don't want to know the things I know. I do work. Uh, my day job is working at a utilities company. I don't do utility stuff. I do computer stuff, but I'm privy to all of that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, am, you just yeah. have to at some point you just go, OK, <laughs> and you just accept all of it. and You drink your water. We have a okay. we have two water systems in my neighborhood. You know, we have the the water that's provided to all of the residences, and then there's this it's a gray water system in parallel to it, right? Which mm-hmm. uh, you know waters the I don't know the park or whatever parks and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I just re- I really regret finding out what what's uh, in that. <laughs> I, I did not, I'm glad I I'm glad I was able to stop. I didn't go all the way through the process, but that gray water. That well, you some, you could live you could stuff. live here, and this is what you would have. You would have. Uh, so we we get all our secondary from the lake over here when there's runoff from right. the lake, and that's fine most years. But on the years where we have like overpopulation of ducks, geese, and fish, that yeah. secondary water you you'll just be in a park and the sprinklers will come on, and it suddenly smells like the worst sulfur fart you ever heard. You smelled in your life, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I can't get King, wet in this. Yeah. I'm going to die here. Stephen I get King out. makes an entire career out of shit that we don't want to think about uh sure and yeah and that's that's where the real human horror is right it's like we've built up this this uh we've built up this little fantasy of ours mm-hmm. <laughs> that the world this is this fantasy. and then and then and then we tear it down and it's like oh my god yeah uh oh this is what we really are yeah well, that's scary. there's a lot of there's a lot of poo and pee in yeah the, in the world that we are shielded from you know yeah 
Because yeah. we got these beautiful porcelain thrones that we can go just do away with things. And it's out of sight, <laughs> it's like, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Just a lot of <laughs> countries where that stuff is just right out in front of you right everywhere you walk. You guys got to yeah. hear this. This is a funny story real quick. So Van, my little grandson, he's three years old. Um, I'm sitting on the can. I think I told this story on one of the shows or a pre-show yeah. or something. I think it was with you, Dunaway, on uh, Play Retro. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sitting on the Play can Retro. and he... He comes over to the door, and I didn't realize I had it fully, not fully pulled shut. I was only planning on being there for a little bit. He cracks it open, sticks his head, and he goes, pops, pops, pops. And I go, what? And he goes, making a match. And I said, <laughs> a what? He goes, you making a match? I said, uh, sure, I'll be out in a minute. Pulled the door shut. Find out later. This is what he says at home, because if you poop, you make two of them, mm-hmm. and they're a match. <laughs> it's because it's number two, right? Yeah, I thought we, he meant you lighten a. I thought he meant you lighten a match, and I'm like, how does this kid know that trope? Like, right, yeah, lighten no, a match. Kidding. But what he meant was, you got if you're gonna poo, you got to make two little, you know, cute little matches. Identical, sure. Yeah. Don't just give up after the first one. You've probably got a second one in the chamber, <laughs> dude. I want to be three again. Three, three is an <laughs> amazing say age. The darndest thing, they, don't they? <laughs> don't they though? They do. Yes. Yeah, they do. Uh, speaking of saying the darndest thing, should we do some darned uh, clips? Yeah. How do you guys feel about do that? If we don't clips, yeah. If we don't so you're what play like twenty clips of uh, of like engine noise. Well, see, okay, you say that, but it is a bit of a problem. Uh, yeah, I or, ha- there were not a ton not of a things talkie. to clip. It's not a talk. Twenty, 20 clips of, of them saying, get back to the ship. Come back to the ship right yeah. now. Yeah, turn around, come back. Plus, nobody said anything overtly stupid. Yeah, uh, right, yeah, and it right. wasn't. No one was acting poorly, so it's a little tricky. I think I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clips that I thought were kind of worthy to. Pull I out love of. the deadpan of uh, of of him when he rips his when uh, Andre rips his glove. Oh yeah, he's like I tore my glove because he's got to stay calm. It's like oh yeah. no, his character stuck with me the most at the end of it all. I thought I was going to oh, be the most annoyed with him, but I really liked he was Andre. The hero. Yeah, in a lot of ways, he yes. kind of was the hero. You thought, oh, he's the crazy one. He's going to f everything yeah. up. He didn't see a light. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, him floating in the airlock after getting saved. Like, ah! Yeah. Yelling. Right. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, that was really right. good. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see here. Uh, let's play this one. This is uh, <laughs> okay. I may have done a little work on this. I'll just play it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this. For 16 long months, I've been asked the simple but loaded question. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. I remember that part. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that part, I forgot that he was there. Yeah. You know, Some people yeah. are so rude at TED Talks. I agree. Mm. Uh, here's Chopley doing a thing. Uh, let's see. Okay, so this is actually one of two uh, living quarters. I thought he faked it pretty good. Yeah. He can yeah, do an accent that's not his. He never turned around and went, you want a sweetie? You want a sweetie? <laughs> Here's space excitement. Space excitement. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> he had the best lines, probably. Yeah. He did. He did. Or the or as, as like notable, like funny, trying to be funny lines, I guess. Uh, here's your dude from the C, the Daniel guy. Here he is. We're here. We flew 590 million kilometers and then landed 100 meters off the mark. He's got some cool voice business going on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. For a little skinny man. Uh, the captain takes a dive. All right, this is just a sound clip of uh, of him hitting the floor. I don't know why oh, I captured. Thanks, I just God. thought it was visceral. So relive that moment with me as I hit play. Oh, that's oh, the end of that oh, bag. Oh, that bag. Of I like meat how boy. there's a there's a little drum. Mm-hmm. Someone hits a drum in the sound production for that. 
for that. I follow the coolest lady on TikTok who films her. She's a professional Foley artist and she, she does work for video games and movies and TV and stuff. And she just films herself doing Foley work. And it is fascinating. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to see that. The stuff she uses, like the materials and the, and she, and she's always got a screener in front of her. So she's watching the action and doing it while it's happening in real time. And it's fascinating. That sounds like the coolest job. I would love that. For sure. Uh, Andre, the party pooper here. Andre, we can't, I can't do it. We can't do it. Uh, and then I always like these. I mentioned earlier, they're, they're cutting off audio effects to kind of show when footage went out or when somebody was too far away or whatever. Here's an example of it. I'm moving to the, (laughs) I just like it. I think it's cool. And that's your clips, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the clips this week. Yeah, there weren't. I'm, I, you know, I felt a little bad when I was done. I was like, oh, I got like seven or eight of these. And but that's just the kind of movie it is. So once in a while that happens, you know, we could have yeah. done something with subtitles, have been worse, no clips. And boy, it's really like we're really spoiling this thing hard. If you haven't watched it before yeah. listening to this episode, like it's. I'm sorry, but this is a movie about finding aliens. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's there, and I don't understand. I guess I guess it's just for like a dramatic effect. But the crew here really have a hard time saying it out loud. Right? Like they're yeah. they're like they're like they should be talking. They're scientists. They should be talking overtly. Uh, I wonder if we're going to find any aliens. I wonder if there's right. aliens under that ice. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. so and all they do so instead weird. is say, "Oh, there's a big complex organism," and uh, you know they they were very sciencey about it, like in a teacher kind of way. And they yeah. should have been. It was a interesting. More, yeah, it it was interesting. I was trying to figure out if it. I couldn't figure out. They were trying to say something about optimism versus pessimism in this movie, and I couldn't quite figure it out because I was like, oh, because everybody seems to be optimistic, seem or have hope, seems to die. I I couldn't figure out exactly where they're going with it, other than just talking about human nature. Well, and, and I, I yeah, and I did. I I I will say this. I think I said it earlier, or at least alluded to it, but I'll say it again. I think one of the strengths of this movie is there's nobody, there's no uh, overt villain in this. There's no, no. Right. Um, other than the undiscovered, right? Like the the, yeah. the team is actually a team. They're working together. They argue, but in a constructive way to get to an ends to, to justify whatever means they have to take. Like, right. That's unusual. It, Most of these movies yeah. feature somebody who's a complete dick. He's going to sabotage everything. This yeah. person's going to go crazy. Like whatever the and thing even is, the aliens, not really necessarily a dick. They could just be curious too. And it's like, Oh, look at this bag of meat. What is this? Oh, it's, it's dead. Oh no. It's, it's so strange that at, even at the end of the film, this is over. We're getting the last words from this TV host. Basically. Uh, she doesn't say, and then we saw an octopus yeah. made of lights. Like, <laughs> and now we're you, on our way to check right. it out again. Why, <laughs> yeah. Why would you not be really clear? It's just, I, I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah. That was a little bit weird, but, and this I also feels like it's going to be the future of the history channel, right? It's going to go from uh, Bigfoot <laughs> and pyramids well, to this. It's going to be that dude going aliens. Oh man. Aliens. You know what I wish? I wish the history channel was more hard history and less, over the top, uh, reality, stupid documentary. Yeah, like it was in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, because yeah. the do- the quote unquote documentaries they have on there are always like Hitler. He had yeah. the thing with the deal, and the music is loud right now. And now we're showing Hitler you Hitler was an alien. Here's some fake footage we made up of what it was like in a bunker. And I'm like, look, I don't want to go to Hulu for better documentaries than you, but that's yeah. what I have yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to give you some of the most popular shows on the History Channel right now. Go, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. 
Yeah, yeah. The yeah. unexplained mysterious phenomena. Mm. Lost gold of the Aztecs. Yeah. I mean, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's all bullshit. There's a show called The Proof Is Out There on yeah. the History Channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, there should be like, if you get a like a high level domain like that you should have to have some kind of integrity right no it's so like, like the learning channel remember when it was about learning things yeah. now it's about yeah. uh these, this two-headed midget married a they, donkey be <laughs> responsible i'm not kidding they have a show called doomsday 10 ways the world will, will end will end it's the future channel not the history channel. the future channel <laughs> true story uh the cheese ball channel i don't like it the cable's weird uh, all right, let's get to the uh, deal here, which is the uh, film sack checklist. And uh, boy, howdy. There are three here. We got scary stuff you can't see. Check. That's in there. No. Oh. I thought that, by the way, European uh, surface, that moon surface was very mm. cool. That was right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Seems like it would be a lot more slippery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. that was based on something we know about the place or not. You know, that kind of rolling. Photos. Is yeah, that, is that it? Okay. We've, if we've passed by, hello, hello, like 2013. I don't know what kind of images we had, but it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, Russian, uh, you're not sure if you're supposed to trust or not. Check that that happened. And finally, incredibly resilient camera system. Check. <laughs> uh, let's get to these Star Trek connections. I'm going to guess there's none, but I don't want to be wrong. So there's really none. I mean, really none. I dug deep. It's in space. I, that's the connection, right? That's I was it. yeah. All right. I was looking at assistant art directors. I was looking at editors. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised, but you know, Bear McCreary has never worked on Star Trek. I just there is nothing in this movie that, and a lot of these. Uh, this happens about once every fifty film sacks we just don't have any connections for whatever reasons the reasons here are these are all people making this movie who aren't in a hollywood system right for the most part bear mccreary is but yeah like they're this is sort of a independent film yeah Mm -hmm. i will i do want to say so bear mccreary won uh best music at the game awards the other night and um, he looked like cool jesus you know, yeah. can, we, can we talk about that now? I, I, don't, I don't think anybody will be talking about it days from now. I, I want I just want to talk about the game awards real quick. Oh, gosh, I just spent, I spent four hours doing that last night, but go ahead. Everybody <laughs> lost their minds about the game awards, not having good security around the stage. Yeah. Huh. Lost their. I mean, well, because that kid got that up Will there. Smith would come up and slap some. Well, no, this to- this kid who's known for this crap. Uh, got up and grabbed the mic at the end and said some weird semi anti Semitic. He, he dedicated nonsense. the oh, Game geez. of the Year award to his Reform Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah, it was a weird <laughs> thing to say. Uh, and he's it was just hysterical. And he's known for stuff. Oh, I don't know if I'd call it hysterical. I just want to get up there and whack him in the head. It's like, get out of here, yeah, you little shit. It's fine. It's 15 it's, years it's, old. This is the younger people trying to get some attention. That's every, fine. That's what you do. Everybody just losing their minds about security, not facing the right direction, security not moving quickly enough to act, and so on and so on. Of course security failed. Security will always fail. The people who are attacking a thing go where the security isn't. Yeah. This is not a big surprise. Yeah, you know? I don't think that's they're focusing on the wrong thing. I'm I'm more focused yeah. on how this little shithead got raised because he does this all the time. He did. He's been on Infowars. He's been on um, 
Oh, at BlizzCon 2019, he got up in the Taliesin uh, presentation with a WoW Q&A and started yelling free Hong Kong or whatever. Yeah, oh, really? and then Taliesin approached him with the mic and was like, say what you want to say. Yeah. I'm, giving you, I'm giving you the air right now. Yeah. Say what you want to and say. And he was like and 13 he then. He's like, thir- what I'm saying is this kid is hell bent on coming into a camera and going, YOLO, and then running out. That's his deal. Uh-huh. And I was annoyed. I'm going to tell you. It was not So sick of those people. Smash, like, you follow my YouTube channel, or he's, I'm sure he's got yeah, some hashtags. Yeah, all, all of that stage. stuff, right? Like yeah. that just like, uh, eh, look at me. Exactly. I just, I just can't get over all of this craziness about security. You're never going to have a hundred percent security coverage for all vectors. And because you don't, the people who are going to make mischief go where the security is not facing. That's how it works. I know what, I know you saw it happening on camera. Like I was sitting in my living room screaming when this kid was walking up behind these people. Like the Elden Ring producers. Yeah, all these guys who flew in from Japan and then they got this little kid from New York. What What is that kid doing there? (laughs) This is kind of of interesting because, uh, you know, the kids growing up now, generations before us, uh, they they live in a a, a much less, whether it's true or not, they live in a world that seems less secure because they deal with, you know, school shootings and school shooting drills. This is their, you know, this is their nuclear uh, uh, fear, right? Yeah. And so we expect everything to have a certain level of security. It's just fascinating. And then everybody's also trying to get get face, you know, is trying to get their face out there. It's like, oh, because mm-hmm. everybody yeah. has an opportunity now. To yeah, be, he might actually you know. be a real shit gibbon too, and has yeah. like gnarly stuff to say that I don't want to hear <laughs> anyone say. Exactly. So, yeah. Just tired the of these like going troll. It's like the most trolly ass troll business. I right. It. It the more the more you try to control speech. And say, you oh, he can do whatever he wants. Here's my speech. He's a dick. There, there's well, my I speech. I agree. I'm just saying that we've gotten to a place that we're telling people to shut up so often. Now the dicks are getting even more emboldened. Well, maybe. Even, I'm not know, even saying like, he needs to shut up. You know what? That guy can have his, his Twitch channel, his YouTube account, go on InfoWars, do whatever he wants. My free speech yeah. is F off, you little twerp. That's what I yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. there, we both had our free speech time. I love it. Just a, just a wild, and I, I realize it's a tempest it's in a teacup. Like I'm talking about a few thousand people on YouTube. I'm not, you know, like yeah. most most people had no idea this happened even 48 hours no later. I had no it idea. Just, it's just so it's so weird to me how people react to you know, like they. I, I guess you no one wants a bunch of police around until something goes wrong. Then everybody wants. Full coverage. I want a policeman every five feet, five feet you know? Yeah. Every doghouse, outhouse, <laughs> penthouse, YouTube channel. Yep. Penthouse, penthouse. Whorehouse. Wait, did he say whorehouse? He did. Didn't he say whorehouse? Or uh, no, he said. Uh, it's like, I'm like, house, I'm, I'm volunteer for the whorehouse, sir. Okay. I'm going. Best little, best little hen house in Texas. Is that, that's a real thing. All right. That's right. Uh, well, let's move on from that to uh, uh, we had no oh, Star shoot, Trek connections. I'm going to make a bold no. statement. I'm going to say the soundtrack grade today is a P for perfect for this sort of thing. Yeah, I really liked it. It had a lot of like blah moments and just like cool. <laughs> brr, brr. I like I like a good science fictiony sounding thing. The right highs, the right lows. I thought it was really strong. Yeah, I liked and it did you even think of uh, uh, Galactica? I didn't. I did not think of Galactica. No. no. 
So he somehow did something new-ish. Yeah, new enough. Is just great, great at adapting to whatever oh, he's project he's working on and not always sounding the same. Yeah, his work for um, Ragnarok, uh, the God of War game, that music is unbelievably good. Mm. It's really special. It's very good. Really good. I haven't even played the game, but I've yeah, listened really to the soundtrack. Really good music mm. in Rings of Power. Yep. Uh, uh, we, you know, he did. He did the music for the Dark Tower. I, I thought that music was really good. It was. He's. I don't know anything he's done that isn't. But he's doing the music for. Oh no, he's not doing Cocaine Bear. That's just because I no. searched for Bear. Wait, did you guys see the, yeah. Did you I guys did see the? Know, did you guys though. see the trailer for Cocaine Bear? You gotta yes. watch that. It's great. It's coming, to, list, it's coming yeah. to film sack suit. Don't worry. I hope so. I don't want it to be like Sharknado-y kind of, and I can't right. tell. Yeah. Self-aware, self-aware kills a thing like that for us instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we oh, can't make fun of a thing that's already making fun of itself. Yeah. It's it's Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark Mothersbaugh oh, did Devo's the music. Oh, Devo's Mark's Mother's, Mark Mothersbaugh. Nice. Yeah. Wait, did for this movie? For, for Cocaine, Cocaine Bear. Bear. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, well, that's cool too, though. Well, yeah. he he did a uh, Christmas album years ago, years and years and years ago. That was on a thing called E Music, if you remember E Music, um, called Joyous Mutato, and it's a Christmas album I put on every year because it's it's Christmas songs done with synthesizers and things that oh, almost like that. sound like Silent Night or almost sound like Good King Wenceslas or things like that, and it's so good. It's I so want this. Again. What is like the good. name again? The you have to share Joyous that Mutato. <laughs> Joyous Mutato. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. J-O-Y-A-U-X no or E-U-X. Oh, like, like, um, no, yeah, no, I don't know how that's pronounced, but, uh, like Bur- Bordeaux or, uh, uh, I know what you mean. Yes. He, has, he's, he scored most of the Wes Anderson films. Who? And Mark, Mark Mothers. Oh, I thought you were saying Bear McCurry. Sorry. And, okay. Well, I, I will get back to your subject. No, I, you're I will fine. Get right you're fine. <laughs> just saying Mark Mothers has a style that is just really cool. And I'm really glad that he, he's uh, scoring Cocaine Bear. Yeah. How does now, a guy... Okay. I don't wanna, cocaine Bear! Yes. I just want to look at this this list here from... Okay, from Triage, which was a TV movie in 2020, up till today, 2021. He has done... Bear McCurry has scored Foundation, The Walking Dead, God of War Ragnarok, The Serpent Queen, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, The Sea, which we talked about earlier. Pause of Fury, the, uh, I don't know what that is. It's an animated thing. Uh, Our Time, Outlander, Masters of the Universe remake, Call of Duty Vanguard, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, Last Call, uh, the game called Murder, whatever that is. Like, that dude, how do you make that much music in that short amount of time and have it all be, like, revered separately? Like, what kind of talent does it take to do that? That's amazing to me. We are going to get to 10 Cloverfield Lane on Film Sack, and he scored that, and it's a really cool little score. I just, I just don't know how that guy... I mean, I remember, you know, of course, BS, BSG had this incredible new sound, right? Like, oh, it was so, so good. good. Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, that'll be his one-off. That'll be the last we hear of that guy, because he'll just right. this will sound like this everywhere he goes. Nope. He's some kind of genius, man. Yeah, he and I actually emailed, because uh, I wanted to play that... Um all along the watchtower on Coverville, and and uh, uh, he responded immediately and said, "Yeah, go for it." Oh, that's cool. Yeah, really, really nice guy via email. He seems. I wish, I wish more nice. people had connected with Call of Duty Vanguard last year because uh, that that there's a bunch of original music by Bear McCreary in that game. Yeah, and, and it's all very good. So good. Yeah, it's some of the best. It's maybe one of the best soundtracks. I love game soundtracks. That was top notch uh, last year for sure. 
Uh, anyway, let's move on now to the uh, to the to Twitter post. Uh, this is where you guys do your little social media business. Sum it up in two hundred eight character two hundred eighty characters or less. Oh my gosh, I smell smoke or no? Uh, I, I taste smell toast. 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 Smell toast. I smell toast. I taste I smell toast. Smoke. Do you taste I mean, toast? You might have fried something there. You could have easily. You smell smoke. I smoked a bunch of salt last week. Maybe that's it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed mine. Uh, good. I'm glad. I didn't oversmoke it. That's the goal. That's the trick with that stuff. It takes like twelve hours. Don't oversmoke it. You'll have good salt at the end. Thank you. Anyway, Randy, let's start with you this week. Europa Report. A bunch of men and two women, and they're all constantly asking, did you see that? And do you feel anything yet? And then there's tentacles, and boom, Saturday night, Ebbets House. Yeah! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. glad I wasn't the only this one. This one just kind of wrote itself. Yeah. It? yeah, Damn it. did. You know, it's like I was AI text generators that just wrote the, the thing. <laughs> yeah. You right. guys should try that one week. Write your your uh, thing oh, using that. great, yeah. actually. Yeah. Just yeah. see what it does, because they're smarter than I give that. Uh, that stuff scares the shit out of me, so let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Lean into your fears, Scott. That's what's going on. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving down the row here to Brian Dunaway. Uh, Europa reports. Part of me wishes I could just float out here forever. Oh. I can't see anything. Hashtag heavy breathing. Hashtag clear my browser history. Randy. <laughs> and I trailed it off in there. I like it. Uh-huh. No, it's good. I don't know how you do that in a text post, but I like it. Uh, with us. Uh, with us. Finally. What am I trying to say? Was the top of the show here. Uh, Our final Twitter post comes from Brian Ibbett. Europa Report. Nothing says entertainment to me like a movie with the word report in the title. Right, Dunaway? Uh, uh, Oh, no. It did it again. Yeah. Nicely done. Well done. Uh, The alternate titles were being prepared and handed to me as you guys were speaking there. And this is what they say. This was almost called Paranormal Activity in Space. Oh, nice. Or it was almost called The Matrix, Where the Sentinels Came From. That's what that thing reminded me of. Oh, sure. At the end. Yeah, totally. Totally. Little sentinel things. Anyway, uh, now comes the time for your voice to be heard in the uh, email section of the show. Uh, Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address to use. And we got one from Kem. Oh, he says he pronounced it Jem, but it's C-E-M. How can that be Jem? Hmm. Okay. Whatever. Maybe they uh-huh. misspelled their own name. Maybe. Because <laughs> they wrote here, Kem, and then in parentheses, pronounced Jem. So I don't get it. Well, that's anyway, outrageous. Uh, truly. I mean, it could be for you. Know, some Caesar are pronounced Ch in other languages. That's true. Right. Also, Dunaway, I, I saw Stop messing with Scott Johnson, folks. Yeah, <laughs> hey, mess with me. <laughs> hey, FilmSack crew. Good day from the island state called Tasmania in Australia. Okay. Really enjoying listening to you guys while I work away. And yes, I listen to you guys even if I haven't seen the films. I'm weird. I don't think you're that weird. There's a few of you. No. no. I was just sitting and thinking, no. quote, I might pop on the episode Cowboys and Aliens, and then I couldn't find it. Oh. I vaguely remember you guys That's mentioning right. it once. Is it on the list? Insert show relevant funny slash witty comment here. Kind regards. It's on Jim. the eventual upcoming list, but we haven't sacked it yet. Yeah, we haven't. Um, we should. We should. That's Harrison Ford. and uh, We want it. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. And, yeah. Daniel Craig, I think yeah. didn't Favreau make it. There's a lot to talk about there. Mm-hmm. I think it was Favreau. Yeah, boy, Daniel Craig is having a continuing moment. He is. Anyone, anyone see Glass Onion yet? No, no, no not yet. No, we have not. It's on Netflix. It's, between, now. it's in that uh, that weird limbo between theaters and streaming, right? It's not yeah. in theaters anymore, and and, it's, and we're all gonna see it on streaming in like two weeks. So right, it was, exactly. I thought yeah. it was on Netflix now. I guess not. No. Okay. No. My, my misunderstood. Nope, we talked about this on on uh, TMS. A we couple did, of didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we totally did. Yeah. 
We totally did. Is they have an upcoming? Maybe let's see. Uh, let's see if we I think it is. Yeah. I think it's probably mentioned on upcoming. Yeah. Speaking uh, of people who are having a moment tonight, if you're listening to this film sack episode on the 10th of December, which is the day we're recording it. And I'm just saying this to my co-host. I guarantee. Okay, I was going to say they guarantee they won't because they're they just heard a watch along. Uh, That's on that correct. That's oh great. well, but my co-hosts, I want you to I want you to remember <laughs> tonight we have Steve Martin and Martin Short hosting Saturday night. Oh yes, oh. it is so exciting. The Christmas me. episode. It's going to be so good. That is exciting. Actually, I might actually watch tonight, that. I don't usually care tonight. that much. Do 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 do. Oh, here it is. Okay, Amazon. They have a listing on Netflix for. Uh, December 23rd for Glass Onion. That's the date. Yep. Nice. Uh, this will go up around the 17th or 18th. So uh, you're looking forward to your Christmas week. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, what I'm watching tonight, I think I'm watching Double R or Triple R tonight. Oh, good. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think. I know. I'm so excited. And then tomorrow, I think and then Carter and I are going to watch, gonna, watch gonna, RRR and then watch Saturday Night Live as a palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> I'm supposed to play Overwatch my nephew tonight, too, but we'll see. Anyway, and then tomorrow, I'm supposed to watch the new Pinocchio, the Del Toro Pinocchio deal. Oh, oh yes. Cool. Which I think hits today. Netflix. I got to make sure. Um, that looks so good. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait to see that. Anyway, apparently it's Musical really guest weird. Brandy Carlisle, by the way. Who? Who the who? who? Brandy Carlisle. Carlisle. Oh, I don't know who that. Why who? I, do I know who that is? Brandy. Yeah. Carlyle. Yes. Do I? Yeah. Up and coming uh, singer. I mean, up and coming for the last ten years. <laughs> up hey, and coming. Last ten years. Um, Carlisle. I don't know who this is. Uh, yeah, Audra loves. loves Brandy oh, Carlyle. yeah. She's fantastic. American heard, singer, songwriter, producer, yeah. uh, known for. Nominations include for the Fire Watcher's daughter. By the way, I forgive yeah. you. Three of her. Okay, I still don't think I'd probably hear it and know. Yeah, you would know. You you've probably heard it most likely. Okay, I was I was getting cheesed yesterday for being unfamiliar. I know who Halsey is, but I don't really know her music. Mm. And everyone's like, "How do you not know Halsey music? She's amazing." I'm like, "Okay, oh. it's fine." Who cheesed you? Oh, on core or something? Yeah, I was getting crap on core. Oh, oh man, Halsey is hey. so perfect for this thing. She's this bad at love though. She's bad at love. See, that's probably a song reference I don't get. It is. It's a, it's a song title. Yeah. Okay. Can Makes I sense. talk about uh, something that annoys me? Yeah, yeah. do it. When people use totally, song titles for songs <laughs> totally unrelated, totally unrelated to anything, I get so tired of Twitter all the time, but, this, but specifically for this reason. Anytime an attractive, uh, uh, attractive female musician, artist, uh, has a birthday. Everybody feels like they need to post the sexiest picture. Happy birthday to sexy lady this. And it's like, and then there's like 12 pictures of them in sexy poses and stuff. And I'm like, what kind of weird world we live now, in where you wish happy birthday and then post. It does like, seem weird. Pics. I agree. But I also like that you say doing that on Facebook. I like that you say like birthday. Feeds. I like right. that you say birthday. I do. Birthday. Yeah. I'm going to go to people's feeds and find their sexiest swimsuit outfits and I'm going to, whenever that birthday comes up, I'm going to go, happy birthday. Yeah. And then post your sex. Now, when you write birthday, do you put E-R-F-T? <laughs> happy birthday. Okay. I'm just curious. Just I got to say, welcome to birthday. <laughs> I ain't got no time to be pronouncing every syllable. Yeah. And well, like, well, birth and well, birth like, are one syllable. So you can go either way birthday. on that one. But okay. I, birthday. I like no, it. Not I say birthday. I'm not saying change it. I'm not even making yeah, fun. No, I like no. it. We like no, it just I couldn't even if I wanted to. Yeah. I like it. I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want it to go. Just, 
it makes me miss the American South every every time. I know. I want to go. I, I want to go on a shrimp boil with Dunaway when he talks to me. That's Come all on. I want. We've got a low. Yeah, we got a low country boy. Come on. I just right. I just watched a video where a, a good old boy from the South uh, made chicken fried egg. Okay, so breaded the egg, cracked the egg into okay. hot oil. Okay, yeah, and as soon as it's firmed up a little bit, you know, like poached, poached in oil, fried, yeah. poached. Yeah. As soon as it firmed up, he pulled it out and then put it in seasoned flour, <laughs> covered it in seasoned flour, and then put it back in the oil. Okay, you can you can oh, wow. you can chicken. If I think if I've learned anything by living in the South, it is that you can fry anything. Yeah, anything can be fried. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you've been to a state fair, you know, yeah, you can fry, deep fry anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I did I that Twinkie it. one year. Oof, oof. Fried ice cream seems impossible. Did it? Did it? Fried I'm Oreos, yep. genius. Do it. Yeah, no problem. Wrapped uh, Oreo wrapped in uh, uh, bacon, then fried. I've seen that. Yeah. I it. do, however, think the cooking is the entire explanation for why people on the West Coast like are healthier and live longer. Probably. Right. Probably. Yeah. Because think about it. Like, well, I don't know. Do, well, yeah. It didn't used to be that way, though, because you guys had such bad air quality. But now that's better. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. California. Blame California. Take California, as the song goes. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll, I'll take a chicken fried avocado. All right. That sounds good to me. Here's a couple of texts. Uh, the texts, I got to say, I, I put this number out for all the shows, and easily the film sack people are the most texty, man. Oh, they really? really go to town uh, on this. Oh, you that, you're super texty. That's right. 801-471-0462 is the number to text your messages to. And here's one from someone who is anonymous. They say, hey, film sackers. This is always oh, not anonymous at all. This is Frank. And I have, <laughs> I have a film suggestion for you. Robo jocks. Uh, oh, he says it's a futuristic it? take on global superpowers uh, fighting each other. We watched Real Steel. Yeah, we watch <laughs> okay. Real Steel. He says it's definitely a park your brain at the door kind of movie and pretty goofy. It streams on Amazon Prime. Keep up the good sacking. I would love to see Robot Jocks. Let's do that. Robot Jocks. Yeah. This is the this is my dream of where world leader or world powers fight out their differences. Settle their differences. Right. Sure. This way. Yeah. Instead of killing people. I think that's great. All so, right. Yeah. Let's do it. I like that. Put so it on the list. Wars. Yeah. Put, put that on the list. Robot Jocks. It's in there now. Matt in Salt Lake City wrote in. He says, hey, Sackers, go to IMDb and look up the movie Masterminds, starring a young Patrick oh, yes. Stewart with a mustache. Uh, it oh. says the movie <laughs> the movie poster is amazing. It has a guy on a skate rolling or on a skateboard rolling atop his giant bald head. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so I let's look. This. I haven't actually looked at it. Master. I think I, I had this I have the blockbuster. It seems like I've seen this before. Where's oh wait, this isn't the right masterminds. No, no, no. You're you're looking for the old one. Yeah. Uh, let me try it again. Masterminds. Was it, what what year was it again? Nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven, okay, that's right. Oh yeah, what the frick? That's weird. Oh, it's on Tubi, watch for free. Mm. Who else is in this? Uh nobody I know. I've I've seen this cover art for, but I swear I would never have guessed that that was a Jean-Luc Picard. I would have never guessed that. Well, it looks like him on that cover. Oh yeah, I mean when you, when you know, when you go when you going in knowing, sure it looks well, like him. It looks like his face and he's got his name there. <laughs> I think that probably gave it away for a lot of people. Well, yeah. <laughs> Between those two things, it just feels yeah, like you might But that's if you're stopping that. See, you, you got to remember this is like a, a a cover box with like sitting on a a shelf with like a hundred other movies. And when you're walking by a blockbuster and you see this, you're not going to be like reading names. 
Yeah, it's true, I guess. I don't know. 97 Picard is pretty big then. Yeah. I mean, this was like prime TNG, post TNG era for him. But in fact, the fall, the very next year, they would they would make Star Trek uh, First Contact, I guess. Right? Yeah. Right. I think they'd already done Generations. Anyway. Um, moons of Jupiter. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, That there uh, text. Uh, 801-4710-GOB. That's 801-4710-462. Send those in, and we would love to read them on the show. I would like to uh, thank our patrons. We have amazing patrons, and they just keep stacking up. That makes us very happy. You get a lot of bonus content for doing that. Brian just put up his uh, time travel, not theory, but his belief in how good time travel would, should how work. How it could work. Yeah. And it's very good. If you haven't heard it, and, go check it out. how bad it'd be for movies if it did. That's right. <laughs> Plus, you get all the archives of us doing that stuff as well. Uh, bonus content every week, all that kind of stuff. So do check it out. Uh, that is patreon.com slash film sack scott before we go i want to do the longest callback that is possible on film sack do it i want to ask you guys the question crawl how many three ninjas movies do you think there were oh geez. Uh, there well, was yeah, you can't ask me because four. i looked them up when i did my intro oh. yeah i, 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 I remember I, I remember three and i think there was a fourth they didn't all have the same characters though i don't I remember anything four. but the first so you got me I am so sad to say it's not three. You should make three. Yeah, three should be a trilogy. Movies. Sure. Yeah. Are there two or f- no, more than four? It's four. Yeah. Okay. You're correct, Brian Dunaway. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> you win. Crappy back, movie award. Three ninjas back in training and three yeah. ninjas four. This time it's um, ninjable. Yeah. And this the time fourth one is actually called High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Straight no. to video. I'm pretty sure on that one. Pre- Sure. Please make Pretty make sure. it. Can we make a law that says we'll never watch a Three Ninjas movie? No, uh, we got we gotta watch it. Well, uh, nope, I'm writing it in our in our spreadsheet. I feel <laughs> like I'm we need to my, see the first one. Fine, one I'll do my very special it. episode on on uh, Three Ninjas. Yeah. Wait, did you yeah. say there was a Hulk Hulk Hogan? In yeah, there one of them. One of them has Hulk Hogan in it. Really. I think he trains the ninjas, the three ninjas. You just changed Scott's mind in a minute. Right. It's amazing. (laughs) It just sounds so much stupider now. So I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, All right. Before we get out of here, quick note. Next week, we are watching the X-Files Christmas episode. What's it called? What season is it? Uh, I I didn't write it down. Merry Christmas, Mulder. I don't know what's it called. This I believe in Christmas. Christmas Carol episode. It's called Christmas Carol. Oh, there better be a lady named Carol in it. That's all I got to say. Hi, I'm Carol. Uh, this will be a watch along next week. We're 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 interspersing these this month because of some travel that some people are making, and because of that, we want to make sure you got content every weekend. That's how we're doing it. So that's next week and the week after that, the mist. That's right, the Frank the Darabont under movie? underappreciated amazing masterpiece by Frank Darabont based on Stephen King's book, The Mist. It's amazing. It's great. It's good. You need to watch it. There's nothing and wrong with this. Don't movie. wait. Go watch it now. Even yeah, though you, haven't, you know, even am, though it's not our next episode, go watch am, it now. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. guaranteeing that the mist will not be on streaming in January. You have three weeks, folks. You have three weeks to watch the mist. Three watch weeks. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Wait, don't no, start this 2023 off wrong. You have two weeks to watch the mist. Marsha Gay Harden's in this thing. Freaking these amazing actors. Who's the um, who's the guy that played uh, the other Capote? Not the not the one that won everything, but the other little guy that's also not in the Paul MCU. Or, uh, yeah, MCU uh, guy, right. uh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Jones. He's in it. He's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyone's favorite. Hunter Thank you. Uh, 
uh, whole William bunch Sadler's of, in this movie. Yeah, the entire uh, cast of uh, just about of The Walking, <laughs> the Dead. Walking Dead without yeah. Rick. Yeah. yeah, it all started before that, of course, but it's so good. Oh my gosh, I can't wait yeah. to watch this movie and, and argue with Dunaway about why it's so great. And he thinks we're, it's not. we're we're going to find out together. <laughs> Yeah. And you listeners are going to find out if you watch The Mist before the end of December. Please go watch it. Yeah, Mist. hurry up. Don't wait. Okay. Don't wait. Uh, Filmsack.com is our website. You can find everything there. Uh, like we mentioned, Filmsack, uh, doc, or sorry, Patreon.com slash Filmsacks, where you can uh, support us. Filmsack at gmail.com. And uh, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. It always helps us gain popularity. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Andy. Tentacles. <laughs> See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm moving to the. Oh, <laughs> cut off. <laughs>